We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Live again on the Nathan and Gabe Show. Fifty-nine episodes. We Cheers. make it. We Cheers make it every you. week. Yeah, we did it again. Sometimes we make it twice a week. Usually we do. Yeah. Two a week. Yeah. Now I'd like to almost, uh, we could talk relevant information on the first one and then just general funny business on the second one. Sure. Yeah. Just that means, because when we drop it the same day, if we're talking about things that are happening the same day, then that seems just a little bit more relevant. Sure. Because all of the, look at how fast news changes, right? So yeah. if somebody's listening to this on Friday and we're talking about shit that's going on on Sunday, they've already heard about it. They might not be, they that's might be tired news. about listening to it. Yeah. yeah. Because we got a lot of things that are happening right now yeah. in the world. Oh, sort yeah. of changing, man. The chess pieces on the board are moving around. And uh, I'm not sure how it's going to look here yeah. in the very near future. Yeah. What's changing? Well, the Queen of England, she died. That's a big deal. The reptiles lost one. Yeah. They're probably mad. It's one Sad. Of the, it's one of the... It is the Queen chess piece. If you <laughs> yeah. think about it, yeah, I quite. I mean, like it'd be literally. I think it was made for her that the queen would be the ruck. <laughs> like she's not the ruck, no. You know, but we are sure pawns in the game, right? Yeah. So yeah, the queen's down, right? The queen is knocked. If you take the queen out, we're in trouble. <laughs> I guess on the chessboard. Oh, okay, yeah, on Wait, the chessboard in on. real life. Whoa, are we in trouble? Maybe. Yeah, Who knows? Something weird. Like so, if we're pawns, right? There still is like a. There's still a balance between it. Or are the pieces black and white and that, that represents color. Color. No, I think no. I think you could argue we're all just one piece. We're all one color. Okay. At least in America. you could you could divide it up by like Asian uh countries or other main if we're talking main countries in the world chessboard, yeah. Then you could argue USA, England, even though we're not really, we 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 shut that down in 1776. We're still pretty connected. We're pals. We're pretty close. People cared that the queen died. I wonder if we're closer than what we actually are in, like, on the, you know, how we, like, portray. Right. Like, how much is the queen of England or the royal royalty mm-hmm. affect and influence American politics? I don't know. I don't if know. you go back on yeah. the conspiracy boards. Okay. You can see it says uh, like there's there's like blood relation between royalty and like current presidents, not just mm. not just one like bloodline like Obama's like third cousins with really? with uh, Bush and yeah I think I think I, uh, that might be he's actually my cousin purely conspiracy he's actually my cousin <laughs> first cousins yeah yeah uh, my father was born in Kenya. They're all hatched from the same batch of eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were actually hatchlings together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. We attended Georgetown. Yeah, I don't know where he attended school. Hawaii, right? In Hawaii uh, yeah. for high school, I think. Or yeah. was that college too? Because I uh, think yeah, I he know. was probably uh, uh, one of the one of the big. I I what do they call it? Uh, oh, Ivy League schools. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he went to. Harvard. How else are you gonna get in the Skull and Bones right. Club and all that kind of shit? Whoa, Skull and Bones Club. Yeah, you know what that? I mean, let's get into it. Well, I don't couldn't tell you a whole lot because okay. I'm so far removed from any prestigious secret societies. But okay. 
I will say that... Besides 10th Planet. 10th Planet, okay, arguably, arguably. yeah. Arguably. Uh, yeah, yeah we're, we're certainly conspiratorial, but we're not... I don't think we're united enough to cause a threat to, to international politics. I think we're pretty, like, generally pretty peaceful people. We should try to level we, up that way. Because we outlet violence on each other, so we don't need to outlet, like, sneaky bullshit violence and, like, problems to everybody else. But it would make sense if we started trying to push people into leadership positions, into their communities, if we made, like, a 10th planet push, if Eddie got all of us together for our moonhead uh, blackout eclipse down in L.A. Yeah. and was like, all right, guys, we're going to start going for real community leadership positions Heads of school board, I'm talking mayors, at least superintendents, and we're yeah. gonna start influencing American yeah, politics. Yeah, I mean it's doable. Like, I mean, it's, it sucks that it's doable. It doesn't suck that it's doable, but it's uh, it's you you almost don't want it to be. Well, maybe you like, do. Maybe I just you like do. jujitsu. Sure, sure. Well, you're side. just yeah. You're I mean you're just a competitor. You yeah. know, like talk to me in ten years when you're. Sure. When you've got the secret 10th planet tattoo on the inside of your lip, oh. and you're one of us. Yeah, that one. Right now, it's clear. I'm not going to show you mine. It's clear. <laughs> you pull it down, there's just a dip in. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, really, to do something like that, all you need to do is be really organized and probably have a good communication platform, and it helps to be financed. Yeah. We don't have the finance part down, but we do have the communication yeah. And we just don't have the same objectives, but we are growing. We're in a lot of the big cities. Mm -hmm. And if we really did collectively work to do one thing or whatever, like even if we're not into the politics, even if we're just in our own communities, if everybody that's 10th planet said, hey, we're going to go and we're going to try to do a blood drive to, in, our, in our city tomorrow at the gym, we're going to have the blood drive bus come. And we're all going to give blood and we're going to promote it to the community through our platforms to give blood. Everybody does that all in the same day. I bet you could kind of make a little bit of a dent in the in the blood supply. Sure. You know, or yeah. what? pick your pick your thing. Yeah. Beach, beach cleanup, you know, community soup fucking giveaway sure. or something. Yeah. I bet I bet it just takes everybody on the same page and everybody agreeing that the goal is something that they all want to achieve. Yeah. There you go. Shit starts changing. Yeah. But is it that easy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say there are a lot of hoops you got to jump through though to make that shit work, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I, not to be like the, a contrarian, but it's like, well, if the goals are something like that that we can all agree is a good thing, yeah, then it's easy. But then it's hard once you get into the political side of things, I imagine. Yeah. If you know? my goal, what would a good goal be? I don't even know, like, what a good collective goal to to stick against the current system would be yeah. other than uh let's, let's see let's we see. would need like a mayor to start with we uh, here's one here's one that i can get behind and we i think we do have one now we have a sheriff specifically designated for the police or for the uh schools right yeah. so if and i think i don't know some people some places might say they don't want any armed uh, sort of people outside of their kids' school that makes it seem like a jail or something, right? Okay. Versus me, who I'd say, if my kids in public school sitting there all day, I want somebody to help protect them. That's too many eggs in one basket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's our future generation all in one spot. Yeah. We've we've seen there's crazy people out there that are willing to 
hurt that the, the, that population. Right. I think there should be at least two, at least two armed people, it per school keeping those kids safe, or an armed person per two hundred kids, or whatever. Find a formula for sure. it. Sure. But but let's establish that me and and I don't. I'm not speaking for all of Tenth Planet. I'm just speaking for myself. Who's been there since forever? Well, not the beginning, but almost. But if I if I could get everybody to agree that we all wanted to have uh, armed guards in our schools in our communities, then if we all made a collective push in, we're almost in every state, at least in a lot of the big cities. Yeah, could we could we make some sort of a change? Because that's almost that's kind of politically current right sure. now. Yeah, and could we get money allotted from a community fund? To pay for an armed guard at the school. That's something that I could thank. That's a great example. Yeah, you came out of that quick. Maybe I should be mayor. Dang. I mean, you got my vote. Oh, bummer. Made the classic mistake of not shutting off my vibrate. It's all right. We're back. We're back in the game. People need to rumble. So today, speaking of current shit. Yeah. Speaking of violence, I guess. Good segue. Mm -hmm. It's 9-11. Mm. Good old Septiembre Once. How are you celebrating? <laughs> Not Shake funny, it. Yeah, dude, I know. But you, know, oh, yeah. you want to get into it? Um, we could. It's pretty relevant. I mean, yeah. 2001, it's 2022, 21 years ago. Wild. Today, yeah. some shit changed, man. The world, yeah. the chess pieces on the world stage, big moves that day. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Time has a way of coming back around. I don't know. Why do you think something else is happening? Well, the the the, the Queen of England just died. Okay. Right? Yeah. We have, right now, we're 100% more divided than ever in American politics and, and mainstream, yeah. right? Like, they're on so many levels, there's division. When, on 2001, September 11th, you could argue we were more united than than a long in a long time sure. since probably like World War Two. Yeah, because everybody saw this this singular thing. We were all like, attacked. Hey, we're, all a, we're all a team now. We were all yeah, attacked. Right. More American flags. Yeah. More patriotism. More. And so what happened right after that? Boom! We went to war. Right. Bombs dropping on Baghdad. Yeah. And uh, and then and then Afghanistan. Yeah. And and look what happened. So we just left all of our shit in Afghanistan and bailed. So that was twenty years of like blood and lives and dollars and and think of all the the political um, the the clashes that went on in America to perpetuate that war and get more money and refinance and and all this shit, more more people, more troops, more all of that shit. And then just for us to say, er, okay, we're out, boom, just fucking leave it all. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. So I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know if if you could even consider the last 20 years of military invasion a success in, in Afghanistan. I I don't know if the... I haven't been there, so I wasn't part of it. That's... Uh, I didn't go, man. Most of the time when I was in the military and all of the people around me were getting deployed... I, it was just at the time for me to go to another base or to go something something happened where I it wasn't I just didn't go yeah and uh, it's crazy because I signed up for the Air Force uh, in June of 2001 so July August September 
I just got out of basic training and I was in cop school in, in, uh, San Antonio, Texas. And, uh, man, yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy day, bro. We, uh, we had, we had a hand to hand combat training that day. And so much of the training is you're marching around and doing all this shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And finally, finally we get to the day where we get to learn how to bend people and choke people, go into this big matted room, probably a room like the gym, not yeah. a suite, but a big matted room. And dude, we're going to learn all this cool shit. Literally, we just got there and all of a sudden, everybody get down, get down. We're under attack. And we're like, well, we've been under attack for the last three months. This is training. So you just think it's a drill. I, we don't know. You yeah. don't know. And they made it very clear, very fast, that this is not a drill. Oh, okay. This is real shit. Wow. We're under attack. Everybody needs to just sit down in this room. And so we we were all we all just kind of gathered together in this room. In the matted room. In the matted room. Wow. In the matted room. And uh, and that's where, dude. That's where I spent nine eleven sitting around. That's scary. Somebody brought in a radio. One of the instructors. And we listened to 9-11 on the fucking FM radio, that's bro. That's wild. Yeah. On the radio. On wild. the radio. Yeah, that's scary. And because uh, there was no, we didn't have access to TVs. It was in, we were just, everybody just got locked down. The whole right. gym froze. Because it went, you know, the Pentagon was under attack. Uh, obviously, the World Trade Center in New York City was yeah. under attack. There was planes that were still flying in the air that were like headed to Washington, D.C. that got shot down. At, what was that, 92 or whatever, the, the other airplane that got shot yeah. down, or they said, what they said is that the, they, the people helped crash the plane, but I think now they were just talking about it on Joe Rogan, that the, the, cr the crash, the plane crash evidence shows that it more likely got exploded in the air and the debris field was spread out versus a plane crash where everything's just kind of right there. Yeah. So either way, so either way, we were under attack and uh, there were some girls that were in my class that were from New York. Oh, man. Bro, and they were hysterically crying. Oh, I bet. So we were all sitting around, and we're just kind of looking at each other, you know, just a bunch of young kids, man, 18, 19-year-old kids staring at each other yeah. with girls from New York sobbing in the corner with our instructors, like, standing off to the side like whispering back and forth shit to themselves like occasionally leaving the room and coming back and whispering shit and we're all just like standing sitting around not even standing sitting around just going holy shit listening to this every once in a while the instructor would be like yo like this is this is real life you guys right. this is this is it we're this the, is why we're here the world is different now yeah and really Fuck. just try to like let it yeah hit it's it home wild. man i got goosebumps god yeah, that's wild and uh it was let me tell you so the, after that, we, we for hours, we sat around and listened. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, they're like, all right, back to the dorms. No marching. Mm -hmm. Normally, you, you march. Yeah. You know, and uh, or at least get in some formation. They're like, all right, loose formation. So that means you can just walk. That means that, no, there's no, everybody fucking running a group back to the dorms. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. And it was wherever you're at. I don't remember. We were at some, it was weird because I had, I had cop school, security forces academy at the same base where I had basic training. Mm -hmm. So everybody else gets to leave the basic training base where it's super strict, right? Like they're everybody, all the instructors are walking around. Every adult could be like a boot camp instructor. Okay. So you're always have to look sharp. There's no slack. Yeah. You know, everybody else goes to like their, their job base to learn their job after basic training. And it's, it's more like a kind of a college vibe, right? They're like learning shit here. Police Academy, 
it's still basic training. Mm -hmm. So for us to just run back to the dorm, that was unheard of. Everybody's marching everywhere. It's always tight formations. And uh, so we got back to base, man. And I think that we spent the rest of the day. We got to go home and like call our families and stuff and and turn on the TV and see what actually. Yeah. And then the next day, I remember we had PT in the morning. And with training, you know, just running and push-ups and shit-ups and shit. Everybody's probably like, what the fuck? Dude, it was probably my best PT I've ever done in my life. Because you're fired up. You're the most fired yeah. up. Yeah. You're at war, bro. Yeah. Now we're at war. Not only not only are bad guys real now, Yeah. but bad guys can really kill me in my own country. Yeah. And not only that, they can come out of nowhere. They're right. anywhere. They're Coming everywhere. Out of the sky. Where are they? They're coming yeah. out of the sky, bro. Right. And if they can take, if they can hit the Pentagon, and so the original, you know how they say the the plane hit the hit the Pentagon, right? Mm-hmm. And then the argument is it couldn't have been a plane because the the debris from that plane didn't cause the amount of debris that the wings of a plane should. They say the wings just folded into the Pentagon and it made like a straight hole punch, uh-huh. very similar to like a missile. Uh, shooting in so there are uh, you know some sort of a drone strike or something either yeah. way i don't i don't know what the there's a lot of debate there and that and that too but the original message going out was we're under attack washington's under attack new york's been attacked yeah like they're coming for they're coming for off all, all everybody yeah and then that that information got like sent down from the top probably like the pentagon all the way, boom, all the military bases, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day, man, that was, it was a different world after that. Man. Yeah, they crazy. Did the, they, they have the big radio with the big antenna that they pulled out, like, to tell you? No. Because that's that's what I pictured in my head is they came out with the news, then they go, and they pull out the big thing, and at the very end, they're like, you know, the, they're like, all right, bang, they bang the antenna down, they go, all right, now he's trying to get some rolls in. All right, nope, yeah, nope. fucking news. Who's the toughest motherfucker in the room? You no, know? not at all like that. It's probably Brandon, probably a red phone rang in Ooh. some in some underground room <laughs> in the middle of the base, and they went lock it down. We're under attack, Roger. Wow. And then they went Plan A, boom, boom, and then seven people get on the phone and go lock down, lock down, and then shit just do you think spreads that, do you out. Do you think that anybody did uh, with like how you have your shades on? Do you think that anybody was was on the phone and then they went? Mother of God. And they put the shades down. Probably the desert storm troops that were already at war yeah. a few years before that. Yeah. That were like tech sergeants and math. And, and you like can high see that high and tight. Dude, the, I guarantee there's a few mavericks out there that went, this is it. Whoosh, fucking yeah. visor down on their helmet. <laughs> Jet forward. Yeah. And they fucking locked and loaded, Dude. bro. I bet. I bet the entire military did that. You yeah. Because I was new. I didn't have any. I, I was... As green as you could be, I had basic no combat. Training. Ex- yeah, basic training. Basic. You know, you're you're just <laughs> learning yeah. how to how to do shit. Right. And uh, yeah, bro, it was a, a crazy time. Where were you? What were you doing on nine eleven? Uh, so I I remember I didn't know anything about it because again we didn't have TV growing up, so I didn't I didn't know anything until I got to school. You know, I took the bus to school. I'm sure the bus driver didn't know. You know, he he or she whoever it was was probably out picking us up in the morning. Sure. So I'm just like on the bus, nothing seems to be happening, nobody has phones, right? You know, I'm in probably, probably third, fourth grade, something like that, you know, as a young kid. So I went to school and I remember I immediately walked in and there was like, 
just like a weird energy in the school. Like uh, everybody was kind of just like dispersed. It was weird. Normally it was like really crowded in the middle. Like you'd walk into school and it's it's not a big school, but there was a lot of traffic, you know. And it just seemed like everybody was, it was like thin. Like there wasn't a lot of people at school. Cause this is weird, you know. So uh, my buddy Mike ran up to me and he's like, hey, man, he's like, I think we just got bombed. I don't know. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, something happened. Like, something's happening. I was like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I don't even know. So he walked like just down the hall to like this commons area where they had a big screen TV. And uh, you could see the news footage on there it was wild, you know, and there was like probably 40 people like this in there, you know, people crying, people all upset and stuff, you know, like, I didn't know what to think of it. They sent us home. So I was like, sick. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, then I probably went home and played Nintendo 64 or some shit, you know, yeah. like, I didn't know, you know, and I'm sure that I was so young that my parents probably weren't like trying to like show me the gravity of the situation because they probably didn't want me scared. Yeah. But you I don't remember if they were, they weren't scared. What they, they changed? were, they were really upset. Yeah. You know, like I remember, uh, cause they were military, right? Yeah. Your my dad, dad was. Yeah. So like, I remember like, uh, not a lot of times I'd seen my parents like get like super emotional and they were pretty, pretty upset. Plus I have family on the East coast. Mm. So it was like wild. My mom has like somebody that was like working somewhere around that area. I don't know. Probably the twin towers worked in there, had a day off, whatever. Hmm. I remember I told, so I was in fourth grade, so I remember Miss Ferguson was my teacher, Tony's mom. I was just going to uh, say that. Yeah, so I uh, walked up, and I remember she was like, are you okay? Like, she was asking everybody, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, do you know anybody that was over there? Is everything all right? You know, and I said, I think I have some family over there. And she, like, and I was just, like, fine with it. And then she pulled me out, and she's like, like, are you really okay? And I was like, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm fine. Because my parents really, like, protected us from how scary it was, mm -hmm. which, good for them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, like, uh, like I made a 9-11 joke at the beginning of the podcast. Not super cool. In poor taste. When you just explained it to me, made things seem a little bit more real. You know what I mean? I remember my folks being upset, but I like dark jokes, dude. What can I do? Listen, I'm, I, I, and I'm kind of immune to, to dark jokes, so yeah. it doesn't affect me in any way. You told me it wasn't funny for the listener. You were like, it's not funny because, because the listener or viewer... Uh, agrees with you saying it's not funny. Maybe. Who knows? We got some, some crazy listeners too out yeah. there. Uh, I think probably it just, it was something that was a chapter change in America. It's like, just like in life, man, somebody around you dies unexpectedly Yeah. or you get in a car accident and fucking you lose your legs or something, uh. you know, like life life happened. That was a national chapter change mm -hmm. and who we were, Post 9-11 is, is different than who we were before. And uh, it seems like for some reason we're way more divided than ever before. Yeah. And so what happened in the last 21 years that's brought us from United 9-11 to, or United 9-12 really, to, to now where we're pretty divided. Yeah. And then the scary thing is, is could you argue then that it takes some traumatic national disaster to bring us together was that it sounds terrible was that yeah. good in the long run was that better for us on september 12th <laughs> you know yeah. like it sounds fucking terrible right. to say yeah but on some levels could you argue that were we a, a stronger country after that happened than we were before and did that how did that affect the rest of the world well 
we collectively said, let's get the fucking bad guys. Yeah. Which then fueled gazillion dollars to get sent to the Middle East to go to war. Yeah. And then Afghanistan, you could argue, what was the point of that at this right now? I mean, not really. So we, we got, that's how, I mean, right we there. We got Bin Laden, you're, right? You're painting out how it got divided right there. Yeah. You know, because sure. it's people that are so, like, for the cause and people that start to say, like, why? Then you get, like, this two, you get divisions of people where it's like, man, like, all for it. This is a huge deal. And then the people that are like, hey, this is pointless. Right there, that's where the divide starts to happen. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Our our reaction then was there was probably people that were like, hey, that was terrible. They attacked America. And then they they also don't agree that we should now invade Iraq and right. invade Afghanistan. Maybe they think we could have strategically sent in some fucking mercenaries to go get bin Laden right. with, with 15 people, you know, way, making their way to the insides. I don't know. Yeah. It's coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's armchair quarterback with international politics. Yeah. And who's right? Run well, the ball, damn it. What, what'd you say? Run the ball. Oh, like, football. Yeah, quarterback, armchair quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you're right. You're right. I think is the reaction is what divided people. Yeah. But it seemed like, I think, at right post 9-11, at least politically, right. everybody was cheerleader for the war. You know who wasn't? Ron Paul. <laughs> Ron Paul Revolution. Ron maybe. Paul, man. Yeah. Uh, that guy's been anti-war. Bernie Sanders is probably anti-war, too. Yeah. He's a little bit more of George, a Dude, have you seen that clip of George Bush when he's golfing? He, like, looks at the camera and he's like, uh, he's like you know, we're going to get those sons of bitches. Now check out this drive. Yeah, dude, dude. dude, the amount of disconnect. Dude. A fucking <laughs> nutcase, dude. Like what? What about what about when he was in the school on nine eleven? And you seen that video? I would like this. No. Oh, bro, it's fucking crazy because all these kids they're like reading a book, and the book is like fly plane fucking building fly plane or some shit where it's like they're like it's they're they're speaking out some shit that no went way. dude it's fucking dude dark. here's the thing though is i don't think that george bush is clever enough to not laugh i think he'd be like <laughs> and well, then they'd be like why are you laughing may, maybe maybe if he was in on it but i if think he that probably he was put in the position to to do all the shit that he did but i wonder if the people above him weren't like, all right, we're going to pull the strings. And then jo they need him to have a natural reaction. Yeah. And so when somebody comes oh, in, so when really... so somebody comes in and be like, hey, they just fucking, they took out the, the buildings. He's like, oh, like they, he, they need to see you. some wheels spinning. Probably the wheels were spinning in all of our heads were, oh my God, this is terrible. It's yeah. under attack. The wheels that were in his head were like, Oh, they fucking did it. They said they were going to do yeah, it, and they finally did. Right. All right, now we're implementing the war plan. How's this going to affect my golf appointment? Is this going to be... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... There's some, some... A lot of, <laughs> lot of big things happened after that day. Pretty fucking wild. Dude, you remember when afterwards... Well, like, because everything paused for a second, and then baseball came back, and then George Bush, dude, fucking threw a, a strike right down the center from the bump, dude. Threw it from the mound, not from the fucking front of the mound, like all these celebs. Really? Did. And it was a strike? Yeah. Really? Right down the middle. Wow. Dude. Yeah, George Bush played a little ball on his Wow, day. yeah. That was pretty that was pretty sick, dude. Like honestly, like it was like, all right. 
All right. I, I I think I could probably get one right across the plate. Pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've seen some pretty bad ones. Remember Conor oh, Tigers? Yeah. Uh, I 50 think fifty cent. I think like mm-hmm. Anthony Fauci, right? Oh, really? Fauci Fauci threw one. It was it like dribbled out of his hand. Really? And fucking just rolled. He threw an eighty-six mile an hour curve. <laughs> fucking mean bite, dude. The catcher dug it out of the dirt. Oh, no, fuck that guy. Yeah, not I'm not a fan. Huh? <laughs> I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't. I you know I I am so removed from all of it. I wonder if it's because of how I was brought up. Because I wasn't brought up like my parents didn't make nine eleven a big deal. Like I think I just never garnered any actual interest at all. And now I still don't care at all. Yeah. And I don't think that that's a bad thing because I don't stress maybe, about that. I maybe stress it's, about my regular shit in life. Yeah, yeah. The not stressing part is good. Yeah. But then also, I am somebody that just, I feel like if the world can affect my life. You're a business owner. Though. I'm a business owner, yeah. but I'm also a family man. I'm also an American. Yeah. You know, I also pay taxes. So the shit affects me. My tax dollars are funding that shit. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, like what's, what are we actually doing? It's making America look bad when we have a president that is a moron. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Right. So I, we're, we're not just on a, an American stage. Yeah. We're also on a global stage. Now that being, I'm not a big fan of like a one world order. I, I don't think that that's going to be a good idea. It sounds good on paper to be like, we're all just earth and we're all united under one thing. But, yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Sure. And if you're in charge of the whole world, who's making these laws? Yeah, no matter what, that's, there's going to be a divide. Well, Multiple wh- divides. What are the chances that they're going to go, and is it even, it's not fair, because if, if we said, all right, America's laws are going to be the world's laws now. Yeah. Right? Then in our heads, you'd be like, yeah, that's fucking great. Like, but everything's in, good. In North Korea's heads, they're like, what the fuck? North Korea's like, fuck yeah. that, right? Hell yeah. no, hell no. I hope to get us back together, though. I hope that North Korea does some shit like steals the Liberty Bell. Like, they don't need to, they don't need to hurt anybody, but then that's like, where America's like, fuck that. That's our Liberty Bell, dude. People like, and then, then people are like, but it already had a crack in it. <laughs> like, it's not, we don't need it. It has a crack in it. Why is the crack in the Liberty Bell, though? How did it crack? Uh, Have you seen it? In it has Philadelphia? Like a ri- yeah, it has a big rivet. Yeah. At the top of the crack. Yeah. A little conspiracy coming right at you. Do you know dude. why? No, why? Why did I have it crack? No idea. I don't oh, know. damn. Uh, now there's meth in the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Not just crack. Bang. No, Philadelphia's probably been downhill for a while. Yeah. I can only imagine. All the big cities are. Name yeah. a big city that isn't just overran with homeless and drugs. Dallas, Texas. Doubt it. I don't. I doubt <laughs> it too. I doubt <laughs> yeah. it too. I haven't been there. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It'd have to be someplace nice and cold all the time. No way, Alaska. Alaska. Du- yep. No way. Alcohol it. rates of alcoholism oh, yeah. are high. Yeah. Highest like rape rates. Highest domestic really? violence. Highest suicide rate. Seems cold to be raping. It's 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 only time raping's to- <laughs> hot weather. Like yeah, if you're doing raping, it's in hot weather because there's less clothing. You could get to the naughty bits faster, hmm. right? Maybe. Look, I mean, probably. This, this is just Nathan Gage show fan theory, but I imagine that raping happens in hot weather more. So if you're a hot person out there and you don't want to get raped, go where it's cold. 
Go to Antarctica. Nobody's raping there. You got a fuzzy on your hat, pal. All right. <laughs> All right. If you didn't hate us before, yeah, the probably. rape jokes, the 9-11 conspiracies, yep. uh, or maybe it's just the way I talk. I don't know. You can hate us, but we love you. Our niggers. <laughs> All right, everybody. Goodbye, friends. Bye.